Welcome to the Knox Presbyterian Church Podcast. We're so glad that you're here. We hope this resource is a blessing to you. Let's jump in. A few words of prelude before I read our scripture and preach our sermon for the morning. The first word is this. Uh, Psalm 22 is 31, 32 verses long. And I wanted to read it all to you, but um, I'm not gonna. So instead, what I would encourage you to do is read the whole thing sometime this week. It doesn't take that long to read, but I would encourage you to read Psalm 22. The memory verse is verses one through three. Um, Those might not be your favorite verses out of this psalm. Don't memorize them if they're not the ones that strike you. Memorize the ones that, that strike you. And uh, the, the second kind of important note is that Psalm 22 is, uh, was famous before this event, but became more famous after uh, Jesus, when on the cross, quoted the opening lines of Psalm 22. Jesus, while on the cross, quoted the opening lines in English, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And we read this in the Gospel of Mark in the 15th chapter, and Mark gives us both, uh, well, the Greek, but the English and the Aramaic, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So, Psalm 22 My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel In you, our ancestors trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you, they cried and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not human, scorned by others and despised by the people. All who see me mock at me. They make their mouths at me. They shake their heads. Commit your cause to the Lord. Let him deliver. Let him rescue the one in whom he delights. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations shall worship before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. To him, indeed, shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, and I shall live for him. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaim his deliverance to a people yet unborn, saying that he has done it. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
Lord God Almighty, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing unto you. Amen. You've always been there, God, or been here, I suppose, right where I am. Once I came to know you, once I learned your name and your love, once you moved into my life, into my very being, you have always been here. Not like decoration, not like the furniture, not a a background thing, but a, a part of me, constitutive, like my leg. I don't think about having my leg. I don't wonder if it will hold my weight, lift me up or lower me down. I don't check each step to see if there is strength still. I just, I just walk or jump or crawl, skip, lunge, whatever. My leg carries me out of bed in the morning and, and takes me to work, takes me to friends' houses helps me reach the top shelf. It's not that I take my leg for granted. God, I don't take you for granted. You're just so faithful, so present, like my own limbs, that it it never crossed my mind that you might one day be gone from me, that you might leave My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I I don't know what happened. I don't know where you went. Why you are far from me. Why I cannot feel your presence. The weight of your absence is too much to bear. I stumble around now uncertain, confused. I keep expecting you to hold me up, to bear me up. But like putting that weight on a leg that's not there, I just fall on my face over and over. That's why I'm so bruised and bloodied. The the first morning, that first day when I discovered the gaping absence where you had once been, That whole day I thought I was dreaming. I kept closing my eyes, squeezing them real tight and then opening them, hoping hoping to wake up out of the dream. But it wasn't a dream. You still aren't here and I am still alone. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You aren't here. But it's not like you're dead. When I, when I come to church in search of you, I can tell that you're still in heaven, still high up on the throne, still ensconced in 
praised, glorified, and magnified, and worshipped by all of your sons and daughters. The trees and the rocks still cry out to you, God, proclaiming your praise, along with the birds of the air and the beasts of the field and the great fish of the sea, naming you, naming your holiness, your grandeur. Others have trusted you, I know. Saints, we call them. Men and women who followed you, some even unto death. King David loved you, even as Saul chased him with spear and soldier, accusing him of all sorts of horrible things. As David took refuge amongst the enemies of your people, and you rescued him. Queen Esther, she faced the annihilation of the whole of the people of Israel. She stood on their behalf with you, and you saved them through her. And St. Paul, his trust was astonishing. What is it that he says about his sufferings for the gospel? Five times I have received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I received a stoning. Three times I was shipwrecked for a night and a day. I was adrift at sea on frequent journeys in danger from rivers, danger from bandits, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers and sisters, in toil and hardship through many a sleepless night, hungry and thirsty, often without food, cold and naked. You did not embarrass St. Paul but constantly, faithfully saved, delivered him. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I don't hardly know who I am anymore without you. I don't feel human. I don't feel like a person a functioning member of our society or even a part of the body of Christ. Imposter syndrome on steroids. People see that I am a mess. They see the wreck that has become my life. They know, God, that I belong to you, that I follow you, that I love you. And so when they see the state that I am in, well, they doubt you too don't they? Have you prayed? They ask, reeking of condescension. They aren't genuinely curious about the state of my spiritual health. They don't want to know the truth of my state. If it happened to me, it could happen to them. They hide their scorn from me and for you behind a thin veneer of piety? Have you prayed? Have you been thankful? Have you turned your worries over to God? You know you shouldn't worry. As though it's my fault. As though I am the reason for your absence. As though I cut you off, turned you away, pushed you back. The great God of the universe rejected by me mere mortal. No, 
I know it's not me. I know these so-called friends are just rubbing salt in the wound, glad to see me in this sorry state. I, I don't think, or they don't think, that you can do anything for me. They don't think you ever have, and they are glad to see me suffer. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, don't you? You know what it's like for me. You chose to experience this. From the foundations of the universe, you elected your son, your only son, whom you love, to go far away. And your son, your son willed to go, willed to be sent, to set aside, whatever that might mean, to set aside the rights and privileges of divinity and to take on humanity, strange as it is to be born God, born of flesh, knowing full well that this would lead to the death of that son in the flesh. You know what it is like to be mocked, ridiculed, to be betrayed by the one who knew you, handed over to sinful powers, stripped of your clothing, beaten, shamed, hung on a cross, left to die. You took on a body so that you might be able to die. You took on flesh so that it could be pierced. You took on blood so that it could be shed. Breath. so it could be offered up. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. Your kingdom come, Lord God. Your kingdom come. There will be a day, just like you have said, when the trumpet will blast, the sky will be ripped Asunder the great heavenly host, the choir of angels will descend in song and your son, your precious son, the lamb of God who is slain will return. That lamb white as snow will remove Satan from the throne of earth, banish evil, sin, darkness, death, worry, misery, strife, Anguish, fear, contempt, jealousy, rage, shame, heartbreak, hunger, thirst, want, need, anxiety, carelessness, grief, pain. Remove every trace, every memory, until there is nothing left. Not even faith and hope, but only love. And the Lamb enthroned in heaven will make his home here on the earth. God's kingdom to reign unto the ages forever and ever. And all will see, all will see, every ruler and power 
On this earth, every man, woman, child, all the great beasts of the field and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea will see the lamb seated on the glorious throne. No one will be able to deny you, O God, on that great and glorious day. Every knee will bow, Lord God, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? On that day, Lord God of your kingdom, all those who have become but dust, all those who now sleep and who will sleep, all will rise, all will rise and stand before you, the great resurrection of the dead. And why? Why will this kingdom come? Why will the dead rise? Why shall the lamb who was slain sit on the throne of earth as he now sits on the throne of heaven? Because you did not forsake him. When the sun turned to darkness, when the earth shook, when the faithful had fled, when by all appearances, By every earthly indication, you had left your son, your beloved son, bereft. His very spirit, the same spirit you share, given up, you did not forsake him. You vindicated him. You restored him. You gave him the name that is above every name. You brought him out of the pit, out of the depths of hell, out of the stomach of the whale, out of the valley of dry bones, out of the darkness, and into your marvelous light. Lord God, you have done it. You have done it. You have done it. And I will live for you, Lord God. I will live every moment of my life for you, singing your praise, declaring your love with every breath in my lungs, with every word of my mouth, I will live for you because you, Lord God of hosts, you, God of all majesty, my God, my God, you have not forsaken me. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on how to get connected, please visit our website at knoxprez.org. That is K-N-O-X-P-R-E-S dot org. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcast, or Spotify.